Garage. I'm Corey Cole. I'm Freddie Waff. Ooh, it gets kickstart today. What is the October 13th? 12th. 13th. 14th. 12th. 15th. 12th. 65th. Oh. <laughs> no, I get I get I get the 17th stuck in my head, and it's not because it's the 17th. It's November it's 17th. Yeah, it's because <laughs> November 17th. Also, my stupid Friday the 13th box, it's finally gonna come to me, but it's not even gonna come to me when the day it comes out. It can come out. It's gonna I'm getting it on Thursday because does that have everything? Does that have Jason X in it as well? It has and all of them, as opposed to the previous release didn't have everything. This one has yeah, everything. Yeah, because I see they're also releasing some of them uh, individually. Yeah, like I, I think Freddy Spring versus Jason. For, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're waiting for the um, they're waiting for all the sales for, <laughs> for the box set to go through. But I mean, who's who's gonna nitpick? You know, if you're if you're into one, you're in the most. And right, the, I mean, if you're they're all the same movie. Come on. Yeah. I did mean, you just, see the ultimate did, covers though? No, I haven't seen them yet. Uh, yeah. It's funny because I like the really junky ones. Like I love Jason Goes to Manhattan or Takes Manhattan, and yeah. I and I love Jason Goes to Hell. <laughs> Jason Goes to Hell's a fucking mess, dude. It's yeah, like, it's a total mess, but it's still kind of it's you know it it feeds my junky uh, <laughs> you know my janky fucking movie fix. <laughs> Uh, fair enough. Um, but uh, so we've been talking about this for a while see, since we're talking about Shout and Scream and all that stuff. Yeah, totally. It's Here's bastards. that sale that we it, it literally just went on, started today. The, the Scream factory sale is in effect as we speak. I don't know how long it goes till because I didn't look it up. But yeah, I figure it goes at least till, till the end of the month, right? I never remember how long it goes, two weeks, three weeks. Whatever. Oh yeah, but you know, don't get too excited over, over the possibility of you going. Oh no, I can get in on that Friday the Thirteenth box. Now it's still the same price. But if you want to get it for one hundred and thirty, it's one hundred and thirty on Amazon. And that special pre order opportunity you had months and months ago to get the lithograph or whatever, if you're into that, it's it's been long sold out. So you might as well save some money on it. And if you got I'll Prime, sell you mine. yeah, if you got Prime, guess what? <laughs> you're gonna get even cheaper shipping because it's cheap. It's like there's no charge. Yeah. You're not gonna. I can only imagine how much that box that's gonna cost. But it, lots of people online have already been cracking it open because you know, in typical shout factory fashion, they you know shipped early, which is very common. That's always the benefit. That's thing. Two weeks early. Yeah, it's the benefit. Of so they can charge you twenty dollars more, and you get it two days early. Two Man, weeks early. No, and now here's what's funny. I'm almost positive with this with the with the screen factory sale that that just started. There is free shipping. Define free. Um, well, I feel like I always get offered free shipping, and it always like they either they either add it into the price of the Blu-ray, or it's not free. I don't know, man. Or, or you know, or free shipping means you'll get it in like four weeks. So you always kind of upgrade, you know, seven dollars to have it shipped, like and get it like in a week, which is weird. I don't know what I don't know what postal <laughs> rates they're using, but um, they're not any that I'd like. Yeah. Uh, it's and it's the handling, right? <laughs> the handling yeah, I of guess. stuff. Like, what, what what are you handling? Why is it so expensive? Why is it so expensive? 
My yeah. God, just put some stamps on it, man. Yeah. Hit it with that rubber stamp. <laughs> so the sale, it's like, yeah. Well, now the, where did the graphic go for the sale? Was I wrong about that? I mean, they're I on sale. I thought I, I thought I saw an email. I mean, there's an email, but I can't find my email now. I just want to look up to clarify stuff, but I can't find it now. Good God, man. Oh, well, I, again, lots of stuff on there. I We don't yet to hear his lament about what's on there because, you know, but be sure, though, when you're there looking at it, look for the going out of print in 2020 section. Um, you're going to find a lot of stuff in there, even things that are, that are showing, like for the Alienator. <laughs> I have no idea. I have, it's Jim Michael Vincent. I have no desire to watch it. Okay. The Alienator? Come on. No. I don't want to watch it, but it doesn't matter. It's not available anymore. So even the very first thing they show when they're going out of print in 2020 section, it's already sold out. So there's lots of, lots of uh, great titles in there. But again, you, you, you know how to get there, get there and, yeah. and check it out. Lots of crazy stuff on there that, you know, you're dying to get. And I am just for saying giggles. I am going to look it up right now just to double check and see if I can, if I can get stuff to, uh, it's $50 with free shipping. So sure. See? 50. Yeah. Yeah. But come on with three titles and you're there. Right. On shelf actually. <laughs> well, <laughs> you I mean, can buy, you, you like, can go buy three titles at Amazon and get free shipping all, all day long. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, I, I know. But I mean, but if yes. you can get, but if you get four movies that are like 12 bucks, then you're there. I mean, there's plenty of movies that are 12 or $13 that are on there, which is a good price for any of their collector's editions. You, if you're into the hall and the Halloween three, right. Season of the witch steel book is only 15 bucks. That's half. Yeah. Off. There you go. Three, three of those steel books and boom, here's your free shipping. And that's, and that's definitely cheaper than Amazon. <laughs> half off is half off. So, that's like, correct. I guess that some of the titles are half off. Even the craft, that craft collector's edition only came out. When did that come out? Um, like a year ago, like a little over a year ago. And that one's like 15 Probably. bucks. Probably. Have you speaking of the craft, you see the trailer for the new craft? No, I think you sent it to me and I chose not to look at it. Yes, you shouldn't. <laughs> because I, I think you made a comment and I said, I'm not going to look at it if you, if you feel I, that way. I, I just, I, yeah, look, man, I'm just like, I don't know. I mean, I just wanted you to look at it and just tell me if I'm wrong. <laughs> I, don't, I wouldn't know if, I wouldn't say you're wrong. Because um, I, I I won't watch it because it's not my cup of tea. I you know yeah, I, 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 I don't even like the, I don't even like the original. I have, so, a, I mean, I have it, a certain affection for the original, but it's the not soundtrack like, is the only thing I like about the original. Soundtrack's brilliant. Yeah, yeah. it's the, the, otherwise the movie's kind of forgettable for me. I can't even remember who's in it except for Perusa Bulk. Uh, Nev Campbell. Who? <laughs> don't be that way, Robin Tooney. Who? We've talked about her enough. She, yeah. Oh, she's in Supernova. Uh, yeah, she is. Yeah. Empire Records. Yes. And yeah, uh, I, it's I, it's a movie. I saw it once. I, it, you know, I, but I do love the soundtrack and I'm not hating on it. I don't, I just don't remember it well enough to like, you know, rem, I don't, I can't remember it. it. You know, it was kind of, I saw it when it came out and it was kind of forgettable. I think I saw it. And then the next day I saw a Brady bunch, a very Brady sequel, <laughs> which I thought was awesome. <laughs> Dude, very, both the Brady Bunch movies are rad. Yeah, totally. I'm not a, so, and then they couldn't, they try to make a third one on TV for a, a, yeah, TV a Christmas movie. one. Yeah, it wasn't, yeah, they didn't have the right cast. That's all. Yeah. That's the problem is that they, they couldn't that, pony they, up the money for Gary Cole and Shelley Long, <laughs> which is ridiculous to think about. No, I mean, I'm just saying, right? I mean, for no. like, they couldn't, they couldn't pony up enough money for those guys for a TV movie. No. Unfortunately yeah, you, not. Yes, it's it's uh, you know, but the first two are great. Yeah, 
I have to say though, in the last week, I don't know, last four or five days, I've really had the desire to watch the fly. Yeah. And it's funny. Me too. And I don't know why, you know, maybe something I saw on television this week that was where a fly, I don't know, something happened. It's kind of like, <laughs> sorry, but now honestly, I have, I've been in, in the mood to watch the fly. Hey, so speaking of shout, you could, you just, you pick up the shout select Brewster's millions, correct? Yes. You know what? I just looked at mine. I never noticed that I haven't opened it yet, but Mine's I, not never, open <laughs> I never noticed that the original film is on there. No shit. Yeah. That's, that's one of the extras is the original films in 1948, I think, or 44. Yeah. It's on there. I'm pulling it up right now. I didn't even see that. Oh my gosh. They have Punky Brewster in the shout. <laughs> punky. Oh, Punky. I love fucking oh, comedy. Oh shit. Look at that. There it is right there. Yeah, right? Like, well, at least the, uh, yeah, so they have the 1945 one. Dude, I had no idea. Completely. Yeah, I didn't that. either until I just looked at it. I was like, oh, I should dig that out and maybe watch it. And I was Look like, oh, that. wait. That's special. See, there you go. Pluses. Yeah, man. <laughs> keep the gifts that keep Kickstart. on giving. Keeps on giving. Um, <laughs> yeah. Shout. That Friday the 13th box set, man. You know, maybe I'll get it for Christmas. Yeah. I don't, I can't see it being any cheaper than the 130 bucks, though. No, I'm just putting it on my list. Oh, your for, list for people. Yeah. <laughs> um. Let's see. Oh, so I I'm not going to get into it, but I just finished uh, Haunting of Blind Manor, which is the follow up, not sequel, but the follow up to the Haunting of Hill House, which I really enjoyed. This is this one is, uh, and you know, when time has elapsed, then people have had a chance to see it, and I'll expand on it more. Um, I might even expand on it on just a Patreon only thing, just so you'd have to go out of your way to listen to it. <laughs> I might just talk about it by myself. I might do like a little 15 minute thing and put it out there because you don't care and why you want to me yammer yeah, about uh, something I mean, that doesn't have an interest for you. I just, like I said, the first <laughs> one was exhausting and I got through like four episodes and I had to tap out. Um, so I'm glad I banged all that out really quick because I have the entire second season of the boys waiting for me now. So there you go. That. There's something to talk about. Soon enough, <laughs> like, I don't know when I'm going to get through them um, with baseball in effect now, and we're in playoff season. And but no, it, everything is is been really good as far as the testing goes, which is you know obviously is you know you try not to think about it too much. You you do you do what you can do, and as far as making sure you're you're safe, and you know not just for yourself, you're doing it for everybody else too, and. I'm not saying that everybody is as mindful of that, um, obviously, because, <laughs> you know, you don't have three, you don't have a breakout of on that, you know, that particular production we talked about in Atlanta just before you came home, you know, that thing, there are three people that got hit. Well, you know, I'm, I'm sure those three people are hanging out with each other with other people too, which is not good, you know. I think and it ended up being five people. They move up to five. Five or six. I'm not surprised because, I mean, yeah. they, they, of course, even if they're, even if you're very diligent about the testing, the, the testing isn't infallible. You know, it's well, not. Right. And plus, I mean, people go home, they got families and they got kids and they got kids who are out with, you know what I mean? It's, right. it's, it's staggering if you think about, you know, if, if you think, if you think about it, it's, it, I can't, otherwise I'll, I'll start feeling like I'm living in the movie Outbreak. <laughs> <laughs> right. Unfortunately, that's kind of where that's we're where at. where we are. Um, yeah. One of the things that, that, uh, it's been interesting throughout all of this is, you know, it's been seven months 
since <laughs> since we've been shut down. I mean, by the time this episode airs, well, let's put it this way. Um, by the time I get my Friday 13 box set this Thursday, it will have been seven months since things got shut down on March 16th. And, um, and I, and we always been, we've been talking for a long time, not us particularly, us specifically, but like worldly people are saying, this is like the new normal. It's not going to be, there's going to be, you know, you know, there's going to be a, a point where this stops, but even in the, in the seven months, look at how much things have changed on how we do things. You know, we weren't so uptight about stuff. I say uptight, that really sounds like, I don't want to put any negative connotations on being careful. That's not what I'm saying. But people, you know, people are losing friends. People are losing family members. And throughout all of that, you know, it, it gives you pause yourself. Even if you're already being super careful, it gives you pause to even do anything that you've already been doing when you were being super careful. I don't feel any less, um, I don't feel like I need to be any any less careful than I've been just because I'm getting tested a few times a week. It doesn't, no, you know, man. it doesn't change anything. Um, does it give me a little peace of mind for it? Um, it, it depends, you know, I got tested yesterday for the next few days so I can work. Um, and you they tell you're going to be notified the next morning if you have a positive result, which is obviously bad. Um, it's not exactly easy to sleep through the night when you know you're waiting for that. And, I'm already somebody stays up late anyway. So the stuff, you know, that stuff bakes and you try not to think about this shit too much. And it's kind of hard to, you know, there's a moment in Bly Manor and I'm not spoiling anything. This is just, this is the first episode to kind of give you an idea of how much the last seven months has modified our way of looking at things. There's a character in there that breaks his arm. Again, incidental to the show. It doesn't matter. But he was, he was going to a private school and he had bunk beds with this other friend of his, this other student. And when he came back to his room to go to bed, the friend offered up the bottom bunk so he didn't have to climb up there with his casted arm, right? So the kid gets in bed and I'm like going, man, why don't you take your COVID pillow with you? <laughs> I don't mean to be making fun of it, but that's how much it affected you. Like, take your dirty pillow with you. And... um Anyway, it's just been, you know, we don't really talk about the stuff that's going on, but, you know, it's directly affecting, it directly affects all of us and directly affects us and our jobs. You know, we are fortunate enough to have jobs where if we're working, this kind of due diligence is being presented to us. And, um, you know, you can say what's right or wrong about a company and how much they do for everybody, but their bottom line is money. And they're, they're in the business to make money. And, but, you know, it, it, if they try to keep people safe because it makes their, makes them more money or allows them to make their money, then that's what's going to be. I don't, we're, we're producing television, you know, we're not, we're not, it's not life or death. So you can't make it be life or death when you're making it. And that goes across the board, not just for television, but for movies and such. Sorry to be a downer. <laughs> I'm not trying to be a downer. I'm actually trying to be the opposite. And um, I think people need to be, continue being as supportive to friends, you know, abroad, you know, 
it because people are being affected in a very negative way because for some people have anxiety at such a level that they can't possibly they struggle to get past the idea that this is gonna have this has an end result it's going to we're going to have some new way of getting around it and where we can kind of mostly return back to how things were a year ago, but still be mindful going forward and on, on taking care of each other. But man, it's, I have lots of friends and family that are out there that are, that are having difficulties with, with it all that have, you know, there's only so much weed you can smoke and so many edibles you can take to kind of chill your mind out. And, uh, I don't know, just, Again, if you're feeling that kind of shit, man, if you're feeling like you need something from somebody, just reach out to people. Even especially if you have, if, if you had a falling out with somebody, fuck, man, this is the time to get that shit right, you know, and take some stock in, 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 in your life and start thinking about other people instead of yourself. But anyway. Yeah. Shout factory. <laughs> Well, uh, hey, man, hold on. I, I was going to say I have a there is something I did want to drop, you know, me and my how much I love Kino. Yes. Uh, but Kino, you know, the majority of their for the last few years, the majority of their stuff had been like Fox titles. But now they've sort of tapped into the uh, Universal catalog. Um, really? they must've made a deal with universal because like the, all three of those prepared films are all universal. Uh, and on the 10th of November, they have dug into the early Clint Eastwood, uh, titles. Oh yeah. We're going to get play Misty for me directed by Clint, uh, the Iger sanction also directed and starring Clint. And then Don Siegel's the beguiled, uh, from Kino. Those are all going to drop on the 10th. Uh, I'm looking to see if there's uh it doesn't really list the extras here uh, for play Misty for me, which I was Clint's first film as a director. Right. Um, you know, the Iger sanction, I want to say was his second film as a director, maybe third. He might've snuck something else in there. I'm not sure. Um, but uh, you know, the Iger sanction is fun, man. It's a, you know, it's a kind of big goofy, um, you know, Clint plays a uh, part-time spy, part-time mountain climber <laughs> <laughs> who's chased around the hills by George Kennedy. Um, that, that's you know. a that's a poster I saw so much in our youth. Yeah, right. And, I mean, dude. I, yeah, it was yeah. on, and it was on like every Sunday after football yeah. when I was a kid. <laughs> Keep the dads. We watching. now join the Iger the the Iger section already in progress. Uh, <laughs> dads are drunk off their Coors right? Light. Totally, man. <laughs> Fucking yeah, Clint. Um, so the Iger section, uh, you know, play Misty for me. The Iger section uh, is listed. It's going to be it's nine ninety nine, is mm. uh, the list price. Um, the Beguiled, which was remade by Sofia Coppola last year, I think, or two years ago, uh, that list for 19, that was, uh, you know, and that's, you know, that's a Don Siegel special in the seventies. And then Play Misty for me is also a 1999 list. Uh, so Kino will be dropping those, um, all on the 10th, um, you know, they're also dropping some of his Westerns, his Universal Westerns, like uh, High Plains Drifter is coming out, I think, next week or two weeks, right before Halloween. High Plains Drifter, Joe Kidd, and 
two mules for sister Sarah. Wow. Um, nice. So yeah, man. So Kino, you know, they're, they're, they're continuing to do what Kino does. They're in my head and in my pocketbook uh, <laughs> totally. because that's how they roll. <laughs> if they went public, we get stock in them and, you know, as part of their, yeah, as part of uh, dividends being paid out. <laughs> or they could just send us some desks to review. How about that? Oh uh, yeah, the Beguile. Just to just to throw that out there, yeah, Beguile. Uh, Sofia Coppola did that uh, in 2017. Oh, so got three years ago already. Yeah, yep. yeah. With uh, Colin Farrell and Nicole Kidman, Kirsten Dunst again. Uh, we're reuniting with uh, from. She did. She's worked with her quite a bit, actually, hasn't she? Like more than more than two times. Yeah, yeah, I mean, with... yeah. Cause she had, so she had Kirsten Dunst did did suicide. Oh yeah, Virgin yeah. Suicides. Yeah, mm-hmm. Virgin Suicides. Marie, Marie Twi- Antoinette also. I think the last one of her films I saw was the the one with Stephen Dorff and the girl and the young girl. Oh, somewhere. Somewhere. There you go. Yeah. I almost said something, 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 <laughs> something, somewhere. See, it's a, is that the one, that's the one when Stephen Dorff turns into the blood god? Is that it? Yeah, I wish. <laughs> I had a second crack at it. Uh, yeah, 2010, they might have got the CD right. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I know she was supposed to, um, she just had a, uh, her, her latest on the rocks was just released limited in the theaters on the second and it's actually premiering on Apple TV on the 23rd. So look at that. We made a, we made a connection there. It's got a Marlon Wayans and a Jessica Henwick in it. There you go. Yo. You just get to see some free Sophia Coppola. Yeah. So this is the one where Rashida Jones and Bill Murray played father and daughter. Right. Yeah. And I'm sorry, Bill Murray, man. Bill Murray kicks ass and he seems to click well with Sophia. You know, lost in translation. He was wonderful. And so that's the first time I ever saw him something, you know, because I'm not a big fan of the Anderson movies. So I never saw that movie. Lost in translation. Mm -mm. It's never seen it. It's, I didn't think it was my cup of tea until I saw it much later and I enjoyed the shit out of it. It, Again, the performances are phenomenal across the board. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I do like Bill Murray in serious roles. I'm, I'm a big Mad Dog and Glory fan. That see, that one's fun, but that but I still like I was saying, Lost in the Translation was the first time I took him seriously in a serious role because when I see Mad Dog, I I, I keep seeing. <laughs> I feel like when I I see Groundhog Day when he's serious in Groundhog Day when he's playing it straight, even though it's funny, then that's how I see a lot of his stuff in that. But no, I think I think Mad Dog and Glory is pretty good. I haven't seen it, but I haven't seen that in probably 20 plus. No, good 25 years now. Yeah, probably first run on that one for me. Maybe when I hit Laserdisc, probably when I saw it last. Yeah, I don't even remember when that movie came out. Didn't it come out like in 2000? Mad Dog? No, not Mad Dog. Mad Dog came out like in 92 or 93. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, Yeah, no, no. no, no. Um, uh, Yeah, Lost in Translation was 2003. Ah. Yeah. yeah. I always get that in Broken Flowers mixed up. Broken Flowers. I'm not a fan of Broken Flowers. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I don't think I am either. I don't, I don't remember. It. I don't remember seeing. <laughs> I, I think remember I did. seeing it, but I don't remember a thing about it. Like I just, I just remember the cover, right. the box, the poster, whatever you want to call it. Right. That um, stuff. Again, we don't always do this, but I think it's important. And you can tell me to shut the fuck up and tell what? me to delete it. Um, but go out and vote, please. Yeah, just, man. Ugh, and I don't mean just the obvious presidential one. Get your shit right local. 
yeah, get man, your shit attention. statewide, get your shit, you know, you, you just, you have to do more. And, and, and people, people always say that California doesn't matter because we're a democratic state, maybe for the sake of electoral college and the presidential race, maybe not, but it's everything below that, man. That's where you can make a difference. And I'm not saying to yep. vote one way or the other. All I'm saying is do your due diligence, read, watch videos on and breakdowns of people and what they're supporting and do it. You've got weeks to get your shit together. But before you do that, make sure you're registered to vote before you even do all that. Cause you don't want to waste all your time doing that and realize I fucked up and didn't get, make sure you're registered. Yeah, man, I know I it's a weird time. Normally you can kind of do that shit through the DMV, but obviously things are a lot different now. The last seven months oh. have really modified the way you're, you're able to register, but there's so many more ways because of that limitation um, through the mail. You know, I mean, I, like we talked about earlier, I'm not, I'm not trusting the USPS right now, not because I don't trust them, I just don't trust the timeliness in which they're delivering. That's the problem. So make sure you're registered to vote. I'm going to put a link in there somewhere that'll help you find where you need to register to vote, wherever state you're in. And just, just do it. It's too, it's too important. This one, I mean, elections like this are always important, but this one is in my lifetime. Anyway, this one's unprecedented and, and it's important that it goes a certain way. And um, hopefully you you can help contribute to that change. <clears throat> Excuse me. Anyway, if you don't vote, you can't complain. That's how I look at it. Here, and you got a lot to complain about the last seven months and how things have been handled um, across the board. But the, these last seven months aren't unique to the previous three years. So just keep that in mind. It's been a shit show since 2016. Let's it just has be been. honest. Let's 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 things are have been like this for five years from the point where campaigning started to this morning. It's all goes back to five years. So think about that while you're, you know, you're registering to vote and you're voting. You can vote early too. That's something else too. People don't get right now. I'm already done. You can vote already. Not by just paper. You can literally go, go somewhere and vote right now. You don't have to. <laughs> There's so many ways you can do it now. You just, you just need to, like it, like it, like you just said, you have, you're, 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 you don't have a right to complain. True. 100%. But man, how about this? How about you do what you can? So you're not even thinking about having to complain. You know, you're not even looking for the peace of mind saying I did my part. You're doing it because it's right. And you, and really, like I said, these right now, you and I have been allowed to vote for how long in our lives now? Uh, from a from from a presidential standpoint, right? For thirty two years. Yeah, you're talking about anywhere between seven and eight opportunities to vote for a president, and um, I've out of all of them, this one just is just different. It's different this time around, and uh, and hopefully, uh, like I said, hopefully people do their part and think, and we can actually start seeing. Uh, some change. And I don't mean for the sake we can go out and sit outside a restaurant and eat again. That's not what I'm talking about. That's just the, just the flicker in the things that we have to mull through. And until things change, that idea is so far in the future unless we can make that change now. If you want to follow us on social media, you're not going to follow any political shit for me. That's not true because I always do. Um, but I try not to do too much unless it's really funny. And poignant, I, I won't just 
retweet stuff because it sounds, you know, because it's awful. There's plenty of stuff. There's plenty of outlets out there for you to find all the political um, information you need. I won't do that. I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll just po post poignant and funny things. Anyway, if you want to follow social, social media, you can follow Corey on Twitter at Corey Culp or the official at Karate Pod or on Letterboxd at Corey underscore Culp. And if you be so kind to support the show on Patreon, thank you for those who do. It's patreon.com slash KITG podcast. If you'd like to follow Freddie, you can follow me at Raven Shattuck on Twitter, Rock and Roll 33 on your Instagram, or at Tom Cody on Letterboxd. That's Tom, Tom. Cody.